Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. So good, so good, so good to be back with you. My name is Ed Taylor. I'm the pastor here at Calvary Church, and I want to invite you to call. We're going to open up the phone lines right now, 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. It is the day before Thanksgiving. It is live, and it might be airing on another day someday, but now you know uh, we are celebrating uh, our great and gracious God. He loves us. Uh, is so good to us, faithful in every way, reliable, and we want you to know how much he loves you. And let's talk about what God's doing in your life. Maybe you have a Bible question. Maybe you need prayer. I'd love to hear from you. You can get to the show one of two ways. You can text me, 720-336-0897. There are two phone numbers, so you got to separate them. Uh, the text line, it's dedicated for texting only. And that's 720-336-0897. No phone calls to that. No voicemails. We'll never hear them, never answer. But we will respond to text messages. And then the phone line to be on the air with me right now, no matter where you're listening, seven or 303-690-3000. Put them in your phone book, your contacts on your phone so that you know the difference Grace FM on the air, Grace FM text, and we'd love to hear from you. Welcome everyone on the Grace FM radio network, where this program originates, the Radio by Grace network, Hope FM, Truth FM, Higher Rock Radio, 30 states around the country, and many multiple stations, multiple millions of people listening, potentially listening, of course, the audience there. We'd love to have you join us. Uh, Maybe this is your very, very first time listening to this particular radio station, and there you are. You have have arrived at a Bible talk show, basically, but it's not your typical Bible talk show where we're going to get all technical and details and how many angels can fit on the head of a pen or some... But but we're going to talk about the things of the Lord together, and one of the one of the verses, one of the many verses that the Lord gave us, uh, gave me when I uh, was praying about starting this program, Calvary Live, was in Second Peter. I'm going to pull it up for you, Second Peter chapter one, uh, and let me read it to you. It says in verse two, Second Peter one verse two. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of G- the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue, by which you have been given 
which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. And so we're not a Bible knowledge show. We want you to know Jesus. That's the key. We want you to know Jesus because it's his divine power that's given to us all things through the knowledge of him. Uh, And that's a vital part of why we do this, and we'd love to hear from you. 303-690-3000 is the number. 303-690-3000. We're going to go right to Pennsylvania. Betty Jane, welcome to the program. Hi, Ed. Hey. Um, Yes, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. I'm hearing a lot of crazy things going on, shootings nationally, shootings locally, and um, you know, I know it's going to get bad, but wow, that's just a lot. Yes, it is. So I ask for prayer for this world, for peace. For I, I'm praying, uh, I'm pleading the blood of Jesus over this world. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what else to do. I sure. just to pray. So that's my request. Well, I'd love to join you in that. Um, it is a a very, very difficult time to be alive for those of us that are witnessing this. You know, the, uh, the Bible tells us as much. Um, remember, Paul was writing to young Timothy, and he said this. This is so important that we remember this and that we do pray. He says in verse 1 of, first, of 2 Timothy chapter 3, he says, But know this that in the last days, perilous times will come. And it's important that we realize that these perilous times are among us, that we are in the last days. And the idea behind that word perilous is violent or fierce. It's chilepos. It it actually is a word that the Bible used to describe demoniacs and grievous, distressing times. And um, I know that many families are hurting today. Uh, Many families, they woke up to a new reality. I think I read a statistic. I didn't verify it um, with any research, but I read a statistic on my Twitter feed today that there have been seven mass shootings in the last seven days. Uh, And I think they define a mass shooting as over three. But nonetheless, mass shooting or... Any loss of life due to crime or um, is is disastrous, um, and our our hope is in the Lord because with the Lord there is no death. Uh, with the Lord, there's just a transition. But those of us that are left behind, we grieve and we grieve hard and difficult, and it's challenging. And pleading the blood of Jesus over our community, loving God and loving our neighbor in very practical ways is important and. And um, my heart is with the families that are grieving tonight. Um, Very, very difficult. So, Father, I pray along with my sister for a a peace that only comes through a relationship with you. And and even in our own um, understanding of who you are, like we don't have the full answer of how we might solve the sin problem. I mean, we know the answer is, for a man or a woman to be born again. And we know that when a man or a woman is born again, that they are delivered from death and brought into light. 
but there's so much rampant sin and these deaths cannot be undone. And so many want to make it political and so many want to make it uh, some kind of immorality or because of a lifestyle, their lives aren't as valuable or even more valuable. But God, we want your heart for our community. And we desire to be able, if not those here, of course, here in Colorado, uh, in Colorado Springs, if, if not to minister to these families in particular, there are grieving and hurting families all around us. And so we just pray by your Holy Spirit today that you would make us more usable in your hands and that, God, you would bring peace. And we know that peace will not come until you return, Jesus. And so there is a sense where we cry out like those of old, Maranatha, even so, Lord, come quickly. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. So also, if you could keep um, Dean and Bob in your prayers, I'm trying to... uh, uh, you know, I'm praying to the Holy Spirit yes. uh, to bring them to Jesus. Wow. Bob is 90, and he um, is recuperating from a severe mm. aortic stenosis and repair. And Gene is just a young, you know, my age, <laughs> not young. <laughs> Very young. But, um, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he, he uh, just unusually invited me to uh, a 50th high school reunion, and it was God. I know it was mm. God. So. Amen. And thank you so much for everything, Ed. I really uh, appreciate your fervor and your studies. And Well, thank you. And, you know, we have a lot to be thankful for. Can you share one thing yeah. that you're thankful for today? Oh, I have a job. I have uh, a home. Yes. I have uh, relationships with my children. Yes. I have friends that I can come alongside. Mm. I'm working on <clears throat> developing new relationships in a new church. Yes, good. I'm very fortunate to want to hear the Word, study the Word, uh, listen to um, expository teaching about the Bible. And I was just in Israel, and I was I was in Greece and Rome. Oh, wow. Through the footsteps of Paul yes. in uh, April for my birthday. And I want to go to Egypt to study uh, the footsteps of Moses. God grant wow. me the ability to do that financially. Only through Him I, can I just... You know, yeah, the, well, the he neat said thing. He wants me to go, so I believe it. I receive it. It's exciting. Well, tell us when you get back. I will. All right. God bless you. Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the number. Maybe you want to call in and share, uh, like Betty Jane, what something you're thankful for. And, you know, just to say it out loud, uh, but then to say it out loud with an audience of literally thousands of people around the country— uh, is a neat thing. And I, I was listening to uh, Betty Jane and just thinking, you know, a lot of things that she's thankful for are things we take for granted. And may the Lord help us to not take things for granted, but to truly be thankful. Give me a call, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Hey, by the way, um, I was thinking of that passage. It just reminded me uh, of that passage in Scripture where Paul says to be anxious for nothing, but in all things by prayer and supplication, make your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. But you know, I read it, I have done this since I memorized it. I have a tendency from memory to misquote that scripture. 
And maybe some of you listening, you heard it and you go, no, 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 you missed a word, Ed. And I, I stink and do it all the time. And I actually remembered this scripture because of the word that I forgot, I get. And let me read it to you. Let me just directly read it to you and include the word I forgot. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Church, don't forget thanksgiving. We have much to be thankful for. Text me, 720-336-0897. I would love to hear from you. Uh, we answer those texts on the air if we have time, uh, and I would love to hear what is on your mind. Call me. Uh, I see the lines are are all op- are all full now, so I'll get to you in a moment. Um, but here's a great text question. You ready? Alina um, text in. How do you know you are saved? How do you know if you have the Holy Spirit? So one of the ways I like to answer that, Alina, is first of all, have you repented of your sin and asked God for salvation? Have you acknowledged before him repenting of your sin, turning away from it and ask? Because that's the beginning. If you haven't done that, nobody gets saved passively. You participate in your salvation. God doesn't repent for you. Only you can repent. And only you can turn away from your sin and acknowledge God for who he is. And then there's an interesting, there's a lot of ways you can answer this, but there's an interesting way that Jesus gives. He says something that's powerful and it makes sense. It's so simple. It's so profound and so simple at the same time. Jesus said that you'll know a tree by its fruit. And you don't have to be a tree expert. I forget what they call tree experts. Um, we just had to hire one because our, I mean, we we had to hire tree experts to try to save our trees, right, in our backyard. And I forget what the name of them are, uh, but there's a technical name for tree experts. You don't have to be a tree expert because if you walk out and you see apples on a tree, you could say it's an apple tree. And if you see oranges, that's an orange tree. You you can tell a tree, you know, the bear, fruit bearing trees by the fruit they're bearing. An orange tree doesn't have apples on it, and an apple tree doesn't have orange on it. That's, so I love that picture. Well, he speaks of this, uses that, that same dis- description to describe you. You're going to know a person by their fruit, by what you produce very naturally. And so here are things to look for in your life. You love God. You, you long to obey him. You love to hear the Bible. You read it. You pray. You love what God loves. You hate what God hates. You want to grow. You feel conviction of sin. And those are just some of the fruit you can look for. Let me just say, Alina, because you texted in and we can't have a conversation, but almost always people that are saved ask this question. An unbeliever that doesn't desire the things of God, generally doesn't ask a question like this. It's usually men and women who have a sensitive conscience, who have a tendency to live under the weight of condemnation, or you know, maybe we're raised in a religious system like Roman Catholicism that uses guilt and shame 
to control people. And that's not the Lord. So then they come out of Roman Catholicism and they're born again and truly saved. And they're no longer operating under religious constraint or tradition of their family or <clears throat> under the weight of guilt and shame, but they truly are reading their Bible and learning about the love and the grace and the mercy of God. Those are the ones that usually ask a question like that. So Alina, I hope that helps. You look for the fruit in your life. Are you loving what God loves, hating what God hates? Are you longing for fellowship, longing for the Word of God? Do you have a new desire to follow God, to obey Him, to learn about Him, to grow in your relationship with Him? Those are things to look for. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. The phone line's lit up. So we're going to go over to Maryland. Betty, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Ed. Hey, Betty. Um, hi, I got a question about Malachi. Yes. Uh, chapter 3, verses 8 and 9. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to find out, when he speaks of that, was he talking about back then, or was he talking about for us today? Well, that's a good question whenever you read any type of uh, passage in Scripture. The first <laughs> application always, or the first interpretation always comes from the audience it was written to. The time period, the audience, the context. So when you ask about Malachi 3, it says, Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, In what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. So Malachi chapter 3, verses 8 and 9 were written to those listening at the time directly applies to them in the whole fullness of that verse. It all applies to them directly, exactly as it was said. Now we fast, okay. we fast forward into the New Covenant, and we say, what parts of, what principles do we learn in the Old Testament that are realities in the New Covenant? What in the Old Covenant is translated into the New Covenant? And you know, tithing is not translated from the Old Covenant into the New Covenant. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that now. There is a greater requirement in the New Covenant than in the Old Covenant, and that is that you give all to Him, that you lay your life down as a sacrifice, and now you give as God purposes in your heart. And so you don't merely now come in the New Covenant measuring out what you give and say, okay, I'm going to give a tithe, I'm going to give a tithe. But, but most likely the Holy Spirit's going to minister to you. You're going to end up giving more than that of your tithes and offerings. And so the mandate now in the New Covenant isn't that you come to God with your tithes and offerings. The mandate in the New Covenant is that you come with your all, and the Holy Spirit will lead you in what you're giving. And can you still rob God today? Yes. Do people still take rob God today of not giving? Yes. Do they hold back tithes and offerings? Yes. Uh, are they cursed today? No, because Jesus Christ became a curse for us, and yes. he's taken the penalty. But now the New Testament principle with giving is this. If you sow to the flesh by holding back and not giving, you will reap corruption. It is God's heart for you and I to give to our local church. It is God's heart for us. You can read about it in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and chapter 9 and chapter 10. The, the, the greatest new covenant teaching on giving is right there. And so I find that 
the tithe has been replaced with uh, giving your all to the Lord. Uh, you lay your life down, Romans chapter 12, as a living sacrifice. Does that help? Yes, it does. Um, because, see, I'm I'm a single mother. Yes. I absolutely refuse to um, go out with anybody or get married because I don't want to fall into sexual sin again. Good. So I just I just gave it up. I just, well, I let, just me, let me say what's good. Let me clarify. <laughs> let me clarify okay. for you. What's good is you don't want to fall into sexual sin anymore. Right. What may not be so good is that you avoid authentic relationships to try to stay away from sin. Now, I'm not saying that's not wise for you right now. It may be very wise for you right now. But I also want to lay before you that in the power of the Holy Spirit, you can have real, authentic, even even emotionally intimate relationships with a good, godly man without sex. God can do that in your life. He, mm-hmm. It is available to you. And right now, you may need to be away from that, something like that. And that may be a choice that God's going to honor in your life. However, it is possible to have a real relationship where you're sharing life with, with someone of the opposite sex that's good, godly, and not sinful. He could do okay, it. Okay. He can do it in your life. And you can, uh, I think not to fall into sexual sin is an absolute good desire, but you don't have to write off intimate relationships the rest of your life. The Holy Spirit might lead you to the right guy that won't take advantage of you, too. So can I pray for you? Sure. Lord, I just pray for Betty, and I pray that you would help her in this season as she has just completely learned that she doesn't want fornication in her life. And she wants to be as far away from it as possible. And I pray you would honor that desire in her life. Your word says that, that you will give, if we delight ourselves in you, you will give us, if our ways, if, if you, we delight ourselves in you will give us the desires of our heart. And so I pray Betty would learn during this season to delight in you, to enjoy you. But I also pray if there is a relationship in the future that it will stay honorable, that you would put a man in Betty's life, should you will, it's if it's your will, that would honor her and respect her and not take advantage of her. Even if she's in a weak moment, even if there's great temptation, that you, by the power of your Holy Spirit. And I wonder how many else, Lord, is listening right now that need the same prayer, that they would walk in holiness, purity, and honor you in their relationships. And we pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, see you later. Bye-bye. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the number. 303-690. Back to Colorado now, our first call in Colorado. Oren, welcome to the program. Hi, yes. I just wanted to call being Thanksgiving. Quick background, my wife, quite a few years older than me, is in a home for dementia. And due to my own carnality going through this for a couple of years, I wound up hitting rock bottom, probably going to be evicted, living in my house with no power, water, blah, blah. Mm. But like the prodigal, the Lord has really been blessing me in small little ways, bringing me back. Local authorities in Loveland that was dealing with her issues and all, I was recontacted by them this morning for outreach, and it was all an answer to prayer from family (laughs) and friends. They literally were praying this morning. So I just want to put it out there that for everybody that's on the streets, 
homeless, God is there. Yes. And he is answering. I just want to give that shout out. That's fantastic. Father, thank you for Oren's testimony and just the challenging years he's experienced. And, and today, just revealing how much you care for him, how much he's remembered and not forgotten. I pray for his wife in a home, just battling all these medical conditions. Very challenging season, Lord. We're, we're grateful, your word says, that the outer outward man is perishing, but the inward man is being renewed day by day. And so we receive that inward renewal as our bodies are winding down, challenges, are, we're facing these challenges continually. We pray, God, looking forward to the day that we will awake in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen, All right. and thank you. Bless you, brother. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 to Texas. Misty, welcome to the program. Hello. 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 I just wanted to say, uh, being that Thanksgiving, yes. we should be more thankful every day. Sure. Uh, Acknowledging the prayers that are answered. You know, people, you know, they beg and, and plead God, with God to help them. Yes. But I very rarely hear people say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you've done for me. Yeah, well, I agree. Yesterday, my grandbaby, my, my oldest boy, he's, his baby was very ill. Mm. And they were they were really worried about it. And I just sit there praying, thinking, you know, I don't know that people realize how many prayers are truly answered. And I yeah. looked at him and I said, he'll be fine. Yeah. And... And I just wanted to say, thank you, Lord. You know, you just don't realize how lucky we have it living in a country that we have that ability to be able to pray and, what an honor. and receive an answer. That's right. <laughs> and we may, may not like it always. But <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, because we don't always like the answers. We don't always like, like when, we, when we're having to come to that place to submit to the will of God. I just taught on that this weekend, this past weekend when I came back uh, from being away that it, like we 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 often come to God with our plans and we want we know how it's supposed to happen how we want it to happen and the Lord says no this is my will for your life and we we appreciate unanswered, unanswered prayers sometimes are better <laughs> yeah well thank you Misty God bless you bye bye so good you know and I think of anyone mentioning grandkids I want you guys to know those of you that have the privilege of being a part of your grandkids lives don't take that for granted. Uh, step into their lives, minister to them, uh, be available to them, speak wisdom, because not everyone, listen, not everyone has the privilege of being a part of their grandchildren's lives. Not everyone gets to enjoy that. Uh, and and so if you're in that, if you're not able to see your grandkids, if they're being withheld from you and they're being used as a tool or as a pawn of pain in your life, then you pray for them because God can will heal your prayers and he will answer your prayers. And that day when the reuniting will come, it'll be such a glorious day. Don't let, the, don't let the enemy embitter you. Don't grow a hard heart. Don't become angry and bitter toward the mom or the dad or whoever's the custody battle or whatever sinful response, the in-laws. or don't, don't just keep your eyes on the Lord. Let the Lord lead you. And yeah, it hurts and it's hard, but God is faithful and he knows what he's doing. And, and he knows how he's going to use it. We don't know how the story's going to end, but God knows how the story's going to end. So you can trust him. So if you get to be a part of your grandkids' lives, it's good. And I'm grateful that I get to pray for my grandson, that I can, nobody will ever take that away from me. Nobody could ever stop me from praying for little Levi. I'm going to continue to pray. I'm going to intercede. I'm going to press in. 
and you too get the privilege. So let the Lord use you in great ways. It may not be all that you want. It may not be happening all that you want, but you know, the Lord is faithful and he's utterly reliable and you can trust him through all these circumstances. Give us a call. We're coming up on our first break. Uh, This is Calvary Live. My name is Ed Taylor. Taking your calls and questions here. Shout out to our friends on Radio by Grace, Hope FM, Truth FM, Higher Rock Radio, and of course, the flagship here, gracefm.com. Grace FM here in Colorado. Grateful to be in all these states. The Lord bless you and encourage you and strengthen you. Feel you. We're going to take a quick, quick break and we'll be right back. All lines are full, but they'll be open soon. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, welcome back to the second half of the program. 303-690-3000. All lines are full, but they'll open up in a minute. You can text me. 720-336-0897, and we use those texts if we need to fill some time. Um, So I'd love to hear from you if you can't call in. Let's go back to Colorado and start knocking off these phone calls. Helen, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you for answering my phone. You're welcome. I just want to thank you guys for always being on the radio and, and sending God's love and hope throughout the world. What an honor. My my prayer request is for my children to get back and walking with the Lord. Okay. And for my grandchildren and um, for my grandson Isaiah to get off drugs. Father, I pray right now alongside of my sister. She has such a great desire for her family. She wants to see your power move and lives change, deliverance from drugs the lifestyle that goes along with it, the temptations, all of it. God, we pray that supernaturally you will intervene and deliver this family. I know Helen comes into the family with a a real relationship with you, and you use that. She is the conduit of your power in a tangible way. And so I pray you'd use her greatly in her family and give her patience in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. You know, I was meant to ask everybody something to thank them, and I forgot. So I'm going to try to remember now. Everybody, get ready. If you're going to be on the air, I want to hear one thing you're thankful for before you hang up. Uh, Is it Arlene in Alabama? Yes. Welcome to the program. Thank you. You're welcome. Pastor, would you expound on Proverbs 16 and 4 where it says, that God made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. And sure. I don't really understand that um, passage. So <clears throat> expound on it, please. Sure. Remember in the Proverbs, God is giving us wisdom nuggets, right? So you don't want to build a theology on one of the wisdom nuggets like this one, uh, because it would be easy to say, well, see, there you go. Wicked people will never change, and, and God made wicked people even for the day of doom. And we would make a great mistake with that because we have to take scriptures like this, 
through the entirety of the Bible, number one. But number two, it's probably simpler than it seems. The first, the first part of the proverb, the Lord has made all, all for himself. So that's a declaration that God is creator. That's a declaration that anything and everything, most likely the um, the context is probably people, but let's just say it's everything, rocks, trees, anything. Everything is made for him to bring him pleasure, you know, especially when you think of the Garden of Eden, you know, the Garden of Eden was such a pristine place that God created it for himself. But if you stick, I think contextually, it's probably people because of the second part. He defines a particular category of people. Yes, even the wicked for the day of doom. So let me ask you a question. When you think of wicked people, who do you think of? The first thing that comes to mind when I say, I can't believe all these wicked people, what comes to mind? Well, people who don't, have the love of God in them, and they display it in their actions. I think that's a beautiful definition. And so I'm going to suggest something to you that might be a little shocking. You ready? Yes. All of us would fit that category at some point in our lives. Because I think when you look at the wicked here, everyone starts off sinning and separate from God. And so whatever the wickedness is, it could be the worst of the worst, or it could be the most minimal of sin. But even the wicked, even the wicked were made for the Lord, because we were all born in sin. Well, the first person that comes to mind is Adolf Hitler. I would put him in the wicked category. Right, and I would also say that the person that does good deeds and is very moral, but rejects Jesus Christ, is in the same category. Okay. Uh, That... Wicked is I, I, is a is a term that could be used to describe the most heinous sins, or sin in general. Those are those that have rejected Jesus Christ get the same fate as Adolf Hitler, because he too rejected Jesus Christ. So yes, you would be correct that Adolf Hitler it perpetrated wicked, wicked crimes while he was alive. And because of his rebellion against God, he will spend a Christless eternity. But he will be in the same Christless eternity as someone who was very good and moral, but rejected Jesus Christ and died in their sins. Okay, I understand that. So that I think that there any wicked that enters into the day of doom, we learn in the New Covenant, does so of their own free will. So the word evil there is what you're saying is... The, the word wicked. I, I have it in the New King James. What do you have in yours? In the King James, the wicked for the day of evil. So okay. evil means doom. Yeah, I have the word doom. It's probably an updated um, version of the New King James. Let me see here. Let me just look it up. I was given to me. Yes, I have a word doom, and that means evil, wickedness, depravity. Let me see. I'm going to look it up real quick. I love my Bible computer because I can just double-click it and it'll pop up. It's an adjective meaning bad or evil. Um, talks about all kinds of evil. Um, it's it's a reference to the day of judgment, uh, the day of the Lord's judgment, basically. That's why I think the New King James used the word doom. Okay. And let me just look up wicked real quick, because I answered that question without looking up the word. So let me just look it up real quick and see if we learn anything. It means wicked, guilty, wrong, criminal. 
Uh, it could be from a murderer to people that accept bribes uh, to people that aided wicked persons. It's used in the Hebrew for a lot of that. But I would say in a general sense, it just re- it, it is a basic description of people that are, are outside of the covenant of faith with God. Rejecting Christ. Yep. And, you know, the idea behind this proverb is, look, don't think that don't think that anybody's outside of the sovereignty of God. That's another statement here. He's the creator. Everything's created for him. Even the wicked, even those that reject him, belong to him. Even the day of judgment was prophesied and predicted by God, is I think what the Proverbs, what Solomon's trying to share with us. Okay. All right, that's... that's Give me some more in, enlightenment on the scripture. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless you. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What's one thing you're thankful for? That God loves me. <laughs> he, he sent his son to prove how much he loves me. Yes. That's so good. I agree with you. I share in that. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Encouragement all the way from Alabama. So grateful to be on the Radio by Grace Network. Bless you guys listening in Alabama. All right, let's come back to Colorado here. Castle Rock. Benito, welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor Ed. How are you doing today, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm uh, in kind of a confusing uh, position right now, and I've been praying to the Lord uh, for open or closed doors, um, and it, it, it's 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 uh, a situation where I have an opportunity to grow in a business that I'm already in, okay. and I have uh, co-partners in this business, too, and um, they don't want to grow the company. Okay, uh, They're happy with how you know, things are and how they're, they're, we're just in like a safe cushion area. Okay. And, you know, I'd like to expand the company and an opportunity came up of a building that's available and, um, I've been praying for it, you know, for some sort of an answer on it. Okay. And when I think, when I think it's like a closed door, then another door seems like it opens and it's an open door, right? Something, I'll get a phone call saying, yeah, the building owner wants to work with you on these three items that you brought up and this, this, and this. And, um, you know, my partners aren't interested in growing the company that way. And I asked him if it's an if it was okay if um, maybe I expanded on my own. Um, you know, I didn't want to do anything behind their back or be sure. uh, deceitful or anything. And um, they they gave me the blessing to do that if okay. I'd like to. Um, and they pointed out the risks in it, which I'm aware of. Okay. But I'm just having a hard time discerning. Um, you know, what the Lord has to say about it, because, like, ultimately, I work for him, and it's his business, and I, you know... Oh, well, let, let's use the—because let, I don't know the direct answer to your business question. Um, right. Let's go back to the open doors and closed doors, and let's just use that simple illustration as a way to help you with this decision, okay? Okay. If If the door was 
open completely. Like if you were, I, I used this actually illustration at our church in, our, in my message this last weekend. A door that's completely unlocked and open means you can walk right through it. Those are easy to see, right? Mm-hmm. A door that's closed and locked and you don't have the key is closed and you can't walk through it. And those are easy to see, right? Right. And you and we understand them all the time. If I come up to a locked door and I don't have the key, that says I can't go in. An open door means I have permission to come in. Those are clear. What's hard is, well, which it, I can't tell if this is open or not. And so one of the illustrations with the door that's important is, is that Jesus said that we should continually knock, right? If there's a closed door and I knock, I'm waiting to see if someone will open it, and I'm waiting to see if someone will let me in, and I'm waiting to see what will transpire through my knocking. And so I think you are already in that phase. You are knocking, and you are waiting, and you will know if the door is open or closed, and eventually you're just going to have to make the decision, which is hard. You're just going to have to make a decision by faith, and most likely— that decision will be, I think it's a closed door. The way you're describing your situation right now, it sounds more like a closed door than it does an open door, but keep knocking until you're sure, and then just walk away. And then don't walk away going, oh, I don't know, and oh, I'm not sure. No, God just said it's a closed door, so walk away and look for another one. Okay. If there's some, if and you know, just like if I knocked on the door and somebody opened it, because sometimes I lose my keys or I miss, I can't find my keys around the office here, and or at home, I've walked out and locked myself out of the house, and I'm, you know, what I do? I knock and then I listen to see if somebody's walking toward the door, especially at my right. house, because I can hear, I know the sound of my floor at the house, and if nobody's walking in, walking toward the door, I'm stuck, and. <laughs> And I'm not going to wait at the door forever. I'm going to probably go get a burger or do something or text somebody. You know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm not going to stand there the rest of my life going, oh, poor me. I didn't have a keys. And I'm just going to go do something else. And, okay. and that's it. I'm going to, and that's it. And if I come back, it doesn't mean, you know, another thing I like to teach people here is not now doesn't mean not forever. It just means not now. And, I have to just accept that. It's not now. It's not this building. It's not this time. It's not I, – I, the reason – you know, we're in a building right now, uh, a very large building that we ended up building ourselves as a church uh, on a piece yeah. of land. But this, land, this, this piece of land and building that we're in and all that God has allowed us to be a part of here came after a closed door because we had put a contract in a smaller piece of property in another part of town – and after we did all of our research on it, it was like, no, nah, man, we can't use this. It's a great deal financially. We should have probably bought it as an investment, but we had no money back then. But it was a great yeah. deal, but it wasn't big enough for us. And even this property is probably not big enough for us, but it got, a, it got the job done. Uh, and we had to walk away from that other one, though, right? That's why you'll hear in Christian circles, when God closes a door, he'll open another. I mean, if it's God's will for you to expand your business— he doesn't need what you're doing right now. I mean, he could use it if right. he wants to, but he doesn't need it. If God's really in this, he's going to get you to the place he wants you to be. And sometimes that is a closed door. You just have to be willing to walk away. Hmm. Okay. No, that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. And so, I, you know, in talking to you, it, it uh, yeah. Keep that, knocking that, until that really it's time to walk sense. away, man. Totally. And uh, 
So I know it's a that's a and let's be honest with everyone. Let's be clear for everyone that's listening, including you. That is a simplistic answer to a very challenging situation, and that that's not missed in this. However, sometimes simple answers, simplistic doesn't mean like unwise. It's a very wise answer, but it's a simple answer. And sometimes simple answers in very complex situations help bring good clarity. Yeah. Keep it uh, super simple. That's right. And that's the key. So uh, before we hang up and I pray for you, what's one thing you're thankful for? Oh, uh, man, I'm I'm thankful for such a wonderful wife and uh, children. Mm. And that the Lord is uh, allowing me to be the leader of this family yes. and uh, to uh, share the gospel with them. And everybody is so receptive and we all love Jesus and everything. And I'm just so thankful for everything yes. the Lord blesses us with. We receive that. Father, I pray for my brother. He wants wisdom on whether to go forward on this piece of property and things. And you've already given him the clarity to expand business. You've already opened the door for him to do that with the permission of his, you know, with the support of his partner. But now he's looking, what, what does that look like? Where, where is it supposed to be? What tools, a building and property are tools to use in building and using a business? So give him wisdom, strengthen him, and we're thankful with him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, bro. Bless Have a you, good man. day. God bless you. Bye-bye. Okay, here's what we're going to do. It just came to me right now. I want you to text me something you're thankful for, and I'm going to end the show with a lightning round of reading th- uh, things that you're thankful for. So here's the texting number. Make it easy. Make it short. Don't write me a, a letter. Um, make it short, 720-336-0897. And if we have enough, I'll lightning round it. And if there's only a few, because I'm seeing people texting in right now, so you probably can't call. So here, instead of just reading them, lightning round uh, at the end of the show. Uh, right now I have three of them, um, so I don't need much of a lightning round with three. But if I get 30 of them, then on the lightning round, boom, 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 the best that I can. 720-336-0897. Text me something you're thankful for, 720-336-0897, and I will do my best to lightning round them. And if I only get a few, I'll read them. If I get a lot of them, I'll read them really fast. You know how at the end of movies sometimes they speed up the credits? That's what I want to do. Speed up the credits, and let's just boom. Thankful, thankful, thankful from around the country. I see your I see your area codes. So from around the country, just send them in. I'm not going to do it till the end of the show, which is about five or ten minutes, and just boom, 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 boom. Oh, I want to read some of them right away, but I won't do it. Uh, I'll wait to the end. 720-336-0897. Garth, welcome to the program. I'm sorry. I was patiently waiting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what can I do for you, brother? Oh, I need prayer for my knees. You know, they just—I've got my arthritis. Okay, let's pray, Father. I pray for my brother Garth. Uh, I thank you for his healing. Uh, that we pray for by faith his arthritis. Uh, I pray that you would strengthen him and encourage him and heal his knee in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, lightning round. Now they're coming in, so it's going to have to be a lightning round. Just send them, send them, send them, send them in. Um, so I had three of them, and now I have one, two, three, four, five. I got quite a few of them now. So send them in. Keep going. 720-336-0897. I probably should have started the show like this, but I didn't think of it till right now. Um, so if you have something to be thankful for, shoot those through. 720 336 
888-646-0897, and I'll lightning round them in five minutes. So you've got five minutes to send it in, and I'll do my best. I, may, I probably made a commitment that is going to be hard to keep, but I'm going to do it. I was going to read them straight through, um, and I want you to let me know what you're thankful for. I, I'd love to uh, share that with you. 720-336-0897. Whether you live in Colorado or Wyoming or Nebraska or Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Iowa, Idaho, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Michigan, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, New Mexico, Nevada, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, Wisconsin, Wyoming, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Tennessee, New New Oh, North Carolina, <laughs> Kentucky, uh, wherever you are online around the world, uh, lightning round it. This number works all around the country. Seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. Uh, send me what you are thankful for. One thing you're thankful for, and I'm going to lightning round at the end of the show today. I want to say I'm thankful. I just got back from a dedicated time away with my wife. I was unplugged, no phone. Uh, it was a dedicated time just enjoying my wife, ministering to her, being ministered to by her, reconnecting in a lot of different ways, praying together, having fun together. Uh, just really, it, it's been a while since we've been able to do that. Uh, and uh, just just really, and then I'm thankful for coming back to such a great church family. I had a great staff meeting today, at least with the church side, just listening to the heart of the men and women that God has called to serve in this church um, I'm thankful, as I said earlier, that I can pray for my grandson. One day it'll be more, but today, pray, pray, pray. And what a privilege it is uh, to know that um, I have the privilege of praying for my grandson. Another thing I'm thankful for is I'm grateful that I had the 26 years with my son. And not only that, but I was able uh, to be used of God in a godly home to get him to Jesus. He was born again had such a great impact on everyone that he, and I mean, just an amazing kid. He was so opposite of me, uh, as all my kids are in many ways, uh, and and just such a great, uh, something that God is so good in allowing to see redemption and change. Really, really good. So we got two minutes. I'm, I committed to two minutes. Uh, so I got two minutes for lightning round. What are you thankful for? Um, I wanted to get mine in real quick. Um, but what are you thankful for? They keep coming in, uh, and I'm I'm challenged by this. It's going to be great. I'm so uh, I want the lightning round, um, uh, but it's not it's not as many as I I can get these done. No problem. So come on, overwhelm me. Just if you're in a safe place, just get those thumbs going. Um, if you're not, if you you're driving, use Siri or whatever it is on that other phone. I don't even know what that, if it's whatever that other phone is, whatever, if you're not using an iPhone, I don't even know, you know, and if you got one of those flip phones, you got to go one, 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 three, 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 just whatever you do, send it to me. Uh, but it is good to be back out of, I always come back rested and fresh with vision. And 
And uh, one of the things I shared today with our team is uh, unity and like-mindedness. So good. We need that. We need that in our local church. We need that with like-minded churches. Um, that's where God's work. He, he has ordained the local church to be the vehicle for propagating the gospel. All right. So we got one minute left. I'm watching the clock. And I totally am going to, I'm going to knock these out with time to spare. I'm not going to read like every single word. So I'm going to get the gist of it. So I've got to scroll through my text. I got to get the gist of it and say it out loud. Uh, so I'm not going to read um, some of you uh, that you have um, like every word that you wrote, but I'm going to get it and I'll easily, I'll knock them out. No problem. So we're getting close. So I'm going to go to the bottom and I'm going to start with the first ones first. We've only been doing it for six minutes. Um, but if I don't get it on the air or you do it after the show or you do it on one of the rebroadcasts, I want to assure you it will come through the text line and we will join and thank God. I will read them. I will see them and I will join you in thanking God. So even if we don't hit them on the show today, here we go. Lightning round. Uh, thankful for you, Ed, been listening for four years. Thankful for my surprise pregnancy. Thankful for rhubarb pie. You're just wrong. Thankful for my family. Thankful for a living hope through Christ. Thankful for closed doors. Thankful to opportunity to fight for my son to be saved and know the Lord. Thankful for Jesus is persistent when the sheep are lost. Thankful for bear. Thankful for God closing the door on my, non, my last job. Thankful for God leaving, never leaving my side. Thankful for my family and my beautiful wife of 40 years. Congratulations. God, thankful for the God's transforming my life. Thankful for my family, church, Pastor Bill, and this show. Thankful for Jesus dying on the cross for my sins. Thanks, thankful for all of Julie's kids. Thankful for salvation, life, and family. Thankful for love, grace, and mercy. Thankful for my loving family. Thankful for Calvary Chapel Greeley, Pastor Jeff. Thankful for my faith. Thankful for Calvary Live and all you guys who work hard. Thankful for being born again. Thankful that he knows me and yet he loves me. Thankful for redemption. Thankful for God and all he does for my family. Thankful uh, that I get to grow in Mexico. Thankful for Calvary Chapel, Cherry Creek. Thankful for a fair and just God that gives opportunity for change. Thankful for prayer. Thankful for the presence of the Holy Spirit and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Uh, thankful for God calling me out of sin last year. Thankful for programs like this and people like you. Thankful that the Lord has removed addiction from my life. Thankful for God's perfect and amazing grace. Thankful for my grandmother coming to get me on Sundays. Thank you. I'm thankful for your grandmother, too. Uh, thankful for salvation, church, my husband's daughters. Thankful for God's redemption. Thankful for new baby boy, Kike Gonzalez, EG3. Thankful, oh, I can't read this, uh, but establishing Grace FM. <laughs> this would take five minutes. But thankful for Grace FM. Thankful for my health. Thankful for the St. Louis Cardinals. That is one lone person. Thankful for God have giving me the parents he gave me. Thankful for my family. I don't get to see them often, uh, but I'm thankful for them. Thankful for another 40 years of married. Last one, I made it in two minutes. M thankful that Calvary Church and my mom is safe. Uh, and that's it. So you still got minutes if you want. You got one minute. I'll read it. If it comes in, I'll read it. I need to pray for the, a couple of them, like the, the Cardinal fan. Thankful for God saving me out of Mormonism. Yay! Amen. May God give us more. Thankful for my family of Grace FM, sobriety, five years and counting. Yes, I'm thankful for my 31 years of sobriety. Thankful for Grace FM and Calvary Church. Come on. 
Come on, that's it. I'm caught up. I'm caught up at 457, 458, going once, going twice. I'm going to do one more, and then I'm going to pray. So send me one more. You be the one. Send me one more. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's, come on. I can't pray until you send it in, but then the show's going to end. At any rate, thank you for being a part of our lives. There's no radio station without you. Thank you for your faithful support of all the radio stations you're listening in. And in all um, seriousness, here's the last one. Thank you for my husband came to the Lord. Finding, Thank you for finding the show. Thankful for all my family. But, you know, there's no uh, radio station without your faithfulness and your giving. You're responding to the leading of the Holy Spirit. So we want to thank you. Uh, we appreciate God. We appreciate you in God's sight. Even though we haven't met personally, many of us, we maybe haven't even seen someone because we're in different states. Um, through technology, God has connected us in all seriousness. It's a very humbling thing uh, to be a very small part of the big work that God's doing in your life. Thankful for the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you from Alabama. Thank you that for your husband. Uh, thankful for everything God has done. And Father, thank you for all of the appreciation you well up in us. May our gatherings together uh, be something that you bless tomorrow. Be glorified in our lives, and we express our thanksgiving to you today and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Uh, see you tonight. We have our banner service. I forgot to say any. Come to service tonight. It's an amazing, unlike anything you've ever seen, except if you go to Calvary Albuquerque, because they do it too. Bless you guys. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.